All right, all right, everyone. We are going with it. We are going for this all in. Um, we are going to talk about Disney today. We're going to talk about everything that you can do in Orlando, including Disney, but also other things. I am also not an Orlando expert. I only know what I know. So like, do your thing. Um, and I know people that are listening to our podcast are like live in Orlando. So you might be screaming at the screen. Like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just trying, I'm just like entertaining the people that listen to me. Um, but I do know a lot of things for someone that is from Moncton. <laughs> so if you're from this area where I'm from, I probably know more than you. So maybe this will help you do your thing for Disney. Okay. So now that you've landed and you're, you have your home planned now you're like, okay, what are we going to do once we're in Orlando? And I do have to say that like, also this podcast comes from my experience and like my values, what I want, what I want to do, but I'll be definitely transparent on all the things. Um, and, uh, yeah, tell you all my secrets that are allowed to be said on the internet. Um, there are secrets that I will always keep to myself. I might tell you in secret, but they're definitely not going to make it on this podcast, but you know, um, okay. So here we go. The first thing that you need to know is there are things that are free. There are things that are more expensive than other things. And I think that you should just like make, wait, okay, wait, how do I, oh my God, where do I even start? Okay, let's start, let's start Disney parks. There are four Disney parks, okay? So there is Magic Kingdom, there's Epcot, there's Animal Kingdom, and then there's oldly called MGM. Um, we called it MGM. I think right now it's called, wow. So it start. this is going really well. Um, I use, I've always called it MGM because way back, that's what it was called. Um, now it's going to annoy me if I don't know what the name is, but I'm going to carry on now for our uh, December trip. We decided to just do magic kingdom. And honestly, I, um, Oh my God. Like I can't let it go. Like what are the parks? Here we go. Oh, Disney's Hollywood studios way back. It was called MGM studios. Okay. So magic kingdom. I think if you're like Jose, we can only do one park. Okay. And I'm like, okay, I see. I see which park would you do? I would definitely always recommend magic kingdom. And you would have to say from like 8 30 AM to like 10 PM. Like I'm like, if you're like, if you are paying for this, it, the prices are really, really um, high right now. It's about like 140 American dollars each um, if you're over three years old uh, to go. So like for a family of four, it's 600 American dollars and you have not like eaten or like bought a freaking toy. Okay. So like, it's like, it's a $1,000 day. All right. So that's why I'm like, mm, let's make it count. Now, I would choose Magic Kingdom because there is a lot to do, a lot of rides. Um does not mean it's the best park. Doesn't mean that like the other parks aren't good. I'm just saying for me, Magic Kingdom includes like the fireworks. It includes, it could also include like a breakfast with characters if you wanted to add that to your day. So there's like, you can really accomplish a lot with one day at Magic Kingdom. Whereas one day at um, Animal Kingdom, Animal Kingdom sometimes closes at 5 p.m. So like, it's like, I don't know. I only have so, and it's not cheaper at all. It might be like, 10 bucks cheaper. It's not like it's like 50 bucks to go to animal kingdom. So like for me and my family, magic kingdom is for sure the shit. Okay. And so, um, I would definitely recommend magic kingdom. I'm not going to go through all the parks. I'm not going to tell you what the 
best rides are in every park because this would be an hour long podcast. I'm just going to kind of like guide you quickly on like the, the things you need to look for and the things that you need to study more before you go. Okay. So obviously you need the app. You need the Disney app so that you can see the maps and you can create your day there and it's connected to your tickets. So here's what's up with Disney. You have to now choose what day you're going to go and what park you're going to visit. It's never been like that before. You would just basically buy a ticket and you would, I think that you would buy a ticket and then it would kind of give you like a two week period that you could use it. Like you would say like, this is the first day that I want my two week to start that all, all of that has changed since COVID you have to pick the exact day you're going to be there. You can always change it, but it's super annoying, especially if the app is not working and you have to stay in on, on call, which has definitely happened to me. Um, so you have to pick your day. Once you've picked your day, you also have to pick which park you're going to. Okay. So you have to make a park reservation. So just FYI, look into that. But when you buy your ticket, so I've already bought our ticket. I've picked which day. I looked at when does it close. If the, the fireworks are on every weekend or every night, sorry, the fireworks are on every night. But, but I was going during the holidays. There's this like Mickey party that you can purchase apart from the Disney tickets and it's open till midnight. Well, my kids won't stay up till midnight. So I, I'm not, I mean, my dream would have been a part of the Mickey party. So I will just leave that dream for when my kids are a little or older, no big deal. Um, but there's like a Mickey parade. I can't, oh my God, I would have died. Like, I cannot wait for that, but I like really want to go with my kids. Right. So I just like there, that party's not every night. So I looked at when the party's not on so that we can stay until like 9 p.m. and have the fireworks. I wasn't sure if the fireworks were on when the Mickey thing and thing, but I just like needed to make sure that I, that night that I chose, the fireworks were on for regular tickets. So you just have to like really look into it. You can't just be like, oh, I don't know. Like I saw so many people being turned around uh, because they can get full. Like you cannot arrive at Magic Kingdom without a reservation at Magic Kingdom. If the park is full, you're not getting it. And that's very traumatic, okay, for the whole family. So make sure that you do have a reservation, all right? Um, what if it rains the day you're going? You can change your day, okay? So at least like I purchased my ticket, put like I could even decide not to go to Disney in December and use it in, in March. Like if I purchased a ticket, it does, you cannot refund, you cannot get refunded, but you can use later. Like I had purchased tickets in March, 2020 and only used them in 2022. Like I got to use them later. So they're not dicks about like, oh, you didn't use them. Uh, but you definitely need to like get out of the, of the, um, reservation. And clearly like the park was closed. Um, uh, but you need to like change your dates. Okay. So just FYI, I'm just telling you. Okay. Um, then if you want a really good experience, again, it all depends on budget, but in my mind, you've already blown your budget. You're in Disney. Like it's already over. Okay. Um, I love the, uh, character breakfast at crystal palace. So that is a restaurant at magic kingdom. You can make a reservation without any extra cost to make the reservation. But if you don't make it to your reservation, there's like a $10 charge or something like that. Don't quote me on that. Maybe it changed. But um, you can make a reservation, but like I already, I wanted to make a breakfast reservation and I was about like a month before the day I wanted to make a reservation and there was no reservation for brunch. I wanted a, a breakfast for the character breakfast. 
So it was awful. Um, but all is good. Okay. Um, so basically you need to get to the park before it even opens. Like be that person. You just spent $1,000. You will be at that park before it opens. Okay. Um, and again, this is me wanting you to succeed. I want you to succeed at the park. If this is all like, pew, oh, I don't want this advice. You shouldn't be going to Disney. Like I, like Alicia doesn't want to be there before the park opens. That's annoying to her. I'm like, don't go. Like, I feel like you're not in the space of like wanting to rock Disney. Cause if you're like, we'll see, I'm sorry, I'm over here rocking Disney for my $1,000 and you're just doing nothing for your $1,000 and you're just in the park. Like I am rocking the rides and the, you know, the experiences and I know when the parade is and I know, you know, so like if you miss all of those opportunities, your $1,000 is worth shit because you're just walking into the park and you're doing nothing. So like, don't do that. So in my mind, if you're not ready to rock it, don't go at all. It's an all or nothing thing here. Okay. Um, so clearly if you're going to magic kingdom, like there are certain rides, like if you're going right in, there are certain rides that are super popular and you want to have fast pass for these. Now I'm not going to go into detail of the prices, but I just want you to know that it's like, you have to pay extra to want to be able to, um, get into the fast pass, which is like the lanes. And then there's genie, there's genie passes. And then there are certain rides that you need to pay extra to be able to just for that ride. Anyways, it's a thing. I'm not going into detail with this. I'm just telling you that it exists. You can pass the lanes for an extra $15, okay, each. So see how it adds up, okay? So it's no longer $150. Now we're at $165. And then if you want to go on a certain ride that and you want to pass the line, that ride only, you can pay $15. And then it's like, but you can only like get another fast pass two hours of the thing. There are rules. I'm not going through the rules with you just yet because I'm not even like I forgot them from March, but I will definitely be doing my research and I will be rocking it. What I do is I look at blog blogs on YouTube. There's not one specific blog that I recommend. Just go on YouTube. One, two, three, go. Stop like being like, I, I don't know which one. It, it, anyone. How does Genie Plus work? There are many videos on the internet to help you. Okay. So you got this. Um, but you have I definitely highly recommend that you buy Genie Plus. Okay. Because you want to be able to go and pass those lines. If not, there might be like an hour line, especially if you have little kids. I'm telling you, okay. And you're just upping your experience. You're just upping your experience. All right. Um, so Genie Plus, oh, now it's $18 per guest. It was $15 when I went in March. So just FYI. Okay. Um, so like right now I, I see it on my app. It says, hello, Jose. And then you're good to go December 12th. And like, I have a park reservation at magic kingdom on December 12th. Okay. And then that morning at 7am, I'll be able to buy genie plus and then pass the line and choose times where I don't have to wait in line. It is gold. You need to understand that you need to do this your way. Okay. All right. No one else will do this with for you. That's what I'm saying. No one else will create an amazing Disney experience for you. Not me though. Okay. So you need to really go in and, and be that leader. Like I am like the guy with the hat. I am like, this is where we're going. I know the map. I know magic kingdom. It can be very overwhelming, but if you're like, no, I got this, you got this. Okay. Now also please understand that like Disney like knows what's up. Like it is very 
simple, but also there's a system. So lightning lane is when you want the lightning lane. Um, and you can, on average guests can enter two to three lightning lanes attractions. Um, so that's like the genie plus it's something. Then you can also get the memory maker. Like I've done the memory maker in 2014 when I went 2015, when I went, um, other than that, I just take pictures myself, like whatever, but like the memory maker is special. Like how many, how often are you going to Disney? You know, we get, we go quite often. Maybe you go like, this is your freaking lifetime trip, but then you take the memory maker and you make those memories. Okay. So, um, I've done all four parks. They all have their special vibe. You need to make your research and figure it out. But Magic Kingdom is the place to be that has so many options for rides. And it, it is also, if you have little kids under eight, go to Magic Kingdom. I think that's where you'll get the best bang for your buck. Also be ready for your kids to be dicks and be like, I want to go home by noon. And you're like, absolutely not. Absolutely not. You just push through. You push through, you make for the best day, the parade's coming, you plan a lunch, you can even order your lunch online and then it's ready, it tells you when it's ready. Like Disney knows what's up. So don't be like, it's not organized. It's very organized. You are not organized. I am intense right now. Do you see, do you see this? Okay. So it is very organized. It knows what's up. It's trying to make your, your, it's just a lot, but it's trying to make your experience better. And you just weren't ready. You just were not ready. <laughs> How intense am I? Okay. Um, okay. Things that are free. So this is my Disney. That was my Disney speech. Okay. Um, things that are free. Disney Springs is beautiful. You need to go. You need to go to Disney Springs. It is free. Okay. You park in the parking lot. You don't feel overwhelmed by that. You follow your freaking GPS. Okay. Um, go to celebration. It's like this, like town. Um, it's this Disney owned town. It is beautifully, it's perfect and tons of restaurants, ice cream. We go to somewhere every night because if not, the kids would just be on their iPad at home. So we don't go to Disney every single day. That is a lot on them. That is also my advice. Do not do Disney three days in a row. You will kill your kids. You do Disney one day, the next day we stay at home. Or we do a water park. Also know that Disney has water parks and they are magnificent. There are two water parks. There's Typhoon Lagoon and, and uh, Blizzard Beach. I highly recommend both. They are amazing. Both of them are amazing. They're never open at the same time. What I mean by that is one is always closed. So when you're in Disney, you probably have only have the opportunity to go to one of them. Go. It's about 65 to like $80 each. Um, American um, to go to a Disney water park. It is beautiful. My kids love water parks. If your kids, if you're not sure about the whole Disney experience, like Magic Kingdom and all of that, freaking skip the parks. Just do water parks. Like we're not doing any parks in March. We're just doing the Disney. We're doing Magic Kingdom in December. My mom did ask, can we do Magic Kingdom in March? Because they're coming in March with us. And I'm like, I can do whatever you guys want to do. Like I, I love it so much. But like we're definitely going to focus our money on water parks. They're a little less expensive and they, the kids just, they spend their whole day there. It's more relaxed. There's no like drama like it is at Magic Kingdom. But obviously I love it so much at Magic Kingdom. So definitely worth it to me. Like I, I love, I love that. I love the challenge. Okay. Um, 
The other water park that I highly recommend is Volcano Bay. So Volcano Bay is like a 30 minute drive, probably from uh, your home in Orlando that I've recommended, uh, but no big deal. Like we drive to places all the time. Um, that water park is more expensive because the experience is out of this world. Um, the water is heated everywhere. It's just like this, like it's just insane. Like if you can only choose one water park, you go to Volcano Bay. Okay. Um, it is just an experience like no other. You don't have to wait in line because you have a bracelet to be in a queue. Like it's like next level. Like we were blown away and we've done a lot of water parks. Um, I would do that over the Disney water park. Even if it's a little bit more expensive, it's, it's worth it. It is insane. It is amazing. Um, Universal Studios. I have done it a few times. We rarely do it because it's just more for grownups. It's more for like teenagers. The rides are like next level. Um, and it is so expensive. Like Universal Studios is more expensive than Disney right now. Um, especially if you want to pass the lines. Like my brother paid like I think 400 or 500 American dollars each for one day at Universal Studios and pass the lines and being like the freaking VIP whatever. I was like, absolutely not. My whole family can go to a water park for that amount. So like, you really need to know your family's needs and what they like. Okay. Um, so for free Disney Springs, downtown Disney is also beautiful. Now you do have to kind of lie to get a parking. If you get there while it's really busy, they usually just keep it for people that are staying at those hotels, like the yacht club and, um, the beach club, but we've gotten in, um, all the times, either we lied that we were staying there or we just were like, we want to go shopping. And like, usually they're quite friendly, but you can be turned around as well. But like, no big deal. Just try again another day or um, say that you're going to park far. Like they're just like trying to keep the parking not as full. You can't just like drive and park at a Disney resort. You can't just do that. Like there's a little guy, a little guard, and you can't just like drive up. Um, but you do you. Um, okay. And there's also gondolas. I'm not even sure if that's what it's called. It's brand new to Disney. It's like literally like those like um, ski resort things that you like draw that you like are on. It's like clothes and like it's beautiful. You get to see all of Disney. But again, you need to be able to park there and get into those gondolas right next to Epcot. So you have to do your research on where you're going. Okay. Um, City Walk is like similar to Disney Springs, but it's universal based. So it's a little drive away, but it is beautiful. Apparently we are going in December. I'll let you guys know, but uh, that's also something to do. The Millennial Mall um, has the Cheesecake Factory. Highly recommend that you go to the Cheesecake Factory. So that's something else to check out. Um, but again, like if you're just there for a week, like stay at your home, be in the pool, go to the, the your community, depending on your budget, right? So depends if you always want to be out and about. But Disney Springs, we went there almost every night. Go get an ice cream. Um, just get that Disney vibe, like that Disney smell. Oh, the Disney smell. I can't even, I can't even. There's also Cirque du Soleil. Um, in the Disney uh, area that you could, maybe you're interested in that. I just felt like it was $90 each. I'm not bringing my kids for $90. No offense to dis like these people are amazing and whatever. It's just not our jam. Like I'm not bringing Noah to Silky Soleil for $90. Like, so like, just like there, I'm like, I'm going to bring him to a water park. Right. So again, there are so many things to do. Um, but hopefully this was enough. And if you need more, maybe I'll do another one, like more into detail. Once I actually go through magic kingdom and I like really do a magic kingdom podcast, but for today, that's going to be enough. You guys. All right. Whew. Have a great day.